and welcome back, everyone, to Try Not to Die. Woo! I'm your DM, your dungeon master, or damned ma'am, Noah Perito, and I'm here with our two heroes. Human being, Lisa Condemi, half-orc, Gorgonzola, keen teen whose skin is green. <gasps> wow, we must have been synced up because, hello, I am Shane Michaels, the human, and I am, uh, I'm baby. I'm that blue-skinned baby. <laughs> Scram. <laughs> I, I'm baby. I'm baby. I'm baby. I'm the blue-skinned baby. Book two is off to a great start. Oh, <laughs> I have missed boy. this. Um, if you're Me just too. starting the series now, welcome. You're starting the story 11 chapters in. Hello. If you want to hear how it all started between these two, pause the podcast in like 10 seconds, scroll down, and hit that play button on episode zero. Otherwise, you're going to be dealing with some heavy spoilers ahead. Scram, cover your ears. I know how much you hate spoilers. Okay. Anyone who wants to go check out that first adventure is probably gone now. So let's recap. Last time, our heroes became heroes. But first, let's start with some context. The story began in Paddlewick, a small seaside town of the Aurelian Empire, a prosperous nation which stretches across the central third of the continent of Emeralia. The Empire took power around 25 years ago, after the War of the Mara and Mara, when all of the nations of the Inland Sea battled for control, eventually coming under the banner of Emperor Aurelius to banish orcs, goblins, giants, and anyone they considered a threat north of the Ouroboros Mountains. Eighteen or so years later, one of our protagonists, the half-orc farmhand-turned-fighter Gorgonzola, had just snuck out of her childhood home with aspirations of becoming an adventurer when she ran into Scram, a strange blue-skinned goblin with wild sorcery powers. Being a half-orc and a goblin, the two knew that they would face an uphill battle within the Empire, so they decided to team up for the time being to have each other's backs. Thank God they did, because after meeting, the two were attacked twice once outside of town and once within it by strange gray monsters called Grimlocks. Having spotted them in the center of town, the leader of Paddlewick, Lord Craver and Eaglebottom, a crotchety old man type, tasked the two with finding a mysterious item these Grimlocks and their handler had taken. Seeking help in this quest, Zola and Scram recruited Priya Altrui, a healer and acolyte at the Temple of Shantea. The threesome then set out, following the trail through the sewers and down into a massive set of previously unknown caverns beneath Paddlewick, known as the Underdark. There, the party found a charcoal black fortress populated by gray humanoid grimlocks and controlled by drow, or dark elves. Through an incredibly risky maneuver that involved bowling a goblin and pushing a drow into an acid moat, they managed to trick the guards and successfully barricade themselves in the central tower of the fortress. Inside the tower, they discovered kidnapped townsfolk, including two guards, Geo and Miranda, Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron types, <laughs> um, as well as a grayish gnome underling named Plebo, who informed them of the tower's boss, Brizala. Our boy Plebo. Where is Plebo? <laughs> where is, where is Plebo? Hashtag where is Plebo. After eavesdropping on Brizala, talking to a mysterious deep voice, Scram, Zola, and Priya learned that the fortress was an outpost for some sort of secret organization. The three leapt into action, and after a harrowing battle, they managed to slay Brizala and ransack her entire office, taking everything that was a potential clue. They learned that Lord Cravern had stolen the object he had sought, a crown, from the couriers of this organization while it was being transported from the dwarven city of Balderheim in the northern mountains. Confused, but knowing this to be a future Scram and Zola problem, our heroes instead focused on making a wild escape. After tricking the Grimlocks and slaying the final few drow, Scram, Zola, Priya, and the villagers escape the Underdark and the sewers, finally making it back to the surface. After some goodbyes, Scram and Zola went to Lord Cravern's mansion and overheard him having a terse conversation with the same voice that had been speaking to Brazala in the underground fortress. The voice confronted Lord Cravern regarding the missing crown, revealing that the organization knew that he had been scamming them out of a portion of the taxes he owed them, and that he had sent his bodyguard to steal the crown in the first place. The conversation ended with the voice promising Lord Cravern would get his comeuppance, confirming to our heroes that it would be best not to help him by handing over the object they had found. Cravern finally met with our heroes, and after a poorly handled negotiation, he exiled them from Paddlewick for their failure to retrieve the crown. Oops. Oops. How did that happen? <laughs> they convinced him they hadn't gotten the item at the cost of Zola never seeing her home or her father ever again. That's fine. Frustrated but unwilling to admit defeat, our heroes vowed to continue their travels south to learn more about what the hell was happening and try to put a stop to it. The only thing left to do was to say a few more goodbyes. First to Zola's father, Gianni Parma, and then to Priya. 
The two found Gianni at the gates of Padawick, and there they shared a tender embrace and farewell. Though Gianni was scared that the world would mistreat and hurt his daughter, he understood Zola's reasons for leaving and gave his blessing. It was a touching moment. Ruined only by the fact that minutes later, Scram, disguised as Zola's father, robbed Dorf and Diddlepiss's potion shop to get them supplies for their trip south. While that mess happened, Zola caught up with Priya at the local tavern, the Salty Rose, offering once more the chance to adventure together. Though Priya turned her down, the two still shared a kiss, both of their firsts, before Scram burst in, still as Gianni. After another quick kiss, Priya left and Scram and Zola planned their journey and took a well-deserved long rest. The sleep, however, was anything but restful, as both had strange dreams. Scram's was of the shard he had been carrying, shifting and floating in a void, singing an apocalyptic prophecy, while Zola found herself on a floating fortress hurling through what seemed like space while being berated by a monstrous voice. She was saved from this extraplanar harassment by an odd but friendly green light, and when the morning came, Zola awoke with a little pied weasel snuggled up on her chest. After some quick confirmation that he wasn't some sort of pest, Zola and Scram welcomed the little fuzzball as the newest member of their party, Stilton. And that is where we pick up our story. It's early morning. Very early. Like, crack of dawn here in the seaside town of Paddlewick. And though there are many still asleep, you can hear a few of the sailors and dock workers downstairs getting breakfast. Breakfast. Oh, sailors. The sun is... <laughs> the sun isn't really even up yet, though the horizon is showing traces of lighter blue sky that indicates the coming of day. Smells of bacon, eggs, and strong coffee fill your nose. And Zola, you feel a little nudge as Stilton sort of headbutts your hand and gestures toward the door. Then his stomach. What yeah, you like I think I could use some breakfast too, actually. Scram, I have an idea. What if I go down, talk to these sailors real quick, see if I can't figure out some kind of boat situation? What about you swing by Gio Miranda's real quick, take him up on that lasagna offer? You know what? This sounds like a great idea to me. Wonderful. Splitting the party. First episode, five minutes in. Okay, so first we will probably... <laughs> That's um, the goal, right? Not stick together. I'm just grabbing some lasagna real quick. What is it, I'm a block away? Two blocks away? Grab it's down the block, over yeah. there. Um, you can split for a block. Hopefully. You both would know that they said that their home was on the docks, so if you walked right. down the docks, you would find their home eventually. I just worry that if I, you know, go there on the way to the dock, I might not have enough time to say all the things I need to say <laughs> to, wow. to, to them. Or, or we might not get to have the one-on-one time or two-on-one time that I'm imagining. What um, time is it now? Like, it's still dark or just starting to be light? Yeah, I would say, um, I haven't declared a season in this world, but let's say it's summertime. So the sun rises at, like, early 5 o'clock. We're in 4 a.m. time. You know, it's it's very dark. Um, there's hints of the sun coming up, but in general, it's like no one but dock workers would be up right now. And guards. Well, quick question. Um, h- how are we thinking of paying for a sea voyage? Oh, I didn't expect to pay. um i take out i pull my little chainmail pockets out and tiny little moths fly out at stilton chases (laughs) Ah, i I mean i i guess we'll have to pay uh, some way but i i mean do you have any friends in town that we could hitch a ride with or i do know um the man who who kind of runs the docks i mean he's an acquaintance let me ask you does he have a problem with the goblins because you know what i know does um he's the kind of guy who doesn't really care about that he pretty much spends his entire time in this little dock tower that you know he spends there um he never leaves it cool. ever he's he's fine with me well i'm a half orc you know how to hide me on your back so you know <laughs> if if that's maybe if that's an option i i don't know i feel like I trust you, Zola, but I'd, I haven't been on water much. You know, I don't even know how to swim. Well, me neither. Neither have I. <laughs> well, you at least know how to swim. That's true. And so Orcs I feel... are excellent swimmers. Really? That's canon. We yeah. float. Oh, interesting. Just naturally, uh, naturally <laughs> incredibly, even more buoyant than the average humanoid. Yeah. Oh, naturally goblins sink to the bottom. Yes, uh, that's weird because I, I have so much mass and you're <laughs> even not even that much bigger than my weasel. It's, it's like it makes a no black sense. hole. Like it's all concentrated inside. I just <laughs> sink it. real fast. Mass, yeah. um, but I don't know. I just feel like if we're alone on a boat, it might be 
It might be a little catchy. I sketchy. don't think that we Catch should one, try and like buy a. <laughs> I don't think we should try and buy a boat. I think that maybe we can like offer some kind of labor or something and get on someone's crew. I mean, I'm a I'm a hard worker. Yeah. I'll learn how to sail. I got services. Mm. Is that? I don't uh... think that's legal in the empire. <laughs> It's semi semi legal. I think it's like one of those like for goblins. For, oh, hmm. uh, I mean, most of them work on cruise ships. If yes, they exist right. In the Empire, but it's so. a it's a special kink. Maybe he's into it. We'll find out. Maybe you know what? Maybe he's into it. All right. So should we? Maybe he's into. Should it. we go down? Yeah. Let's. Uh, well, uh, okay. Is there a possibility though? On a scale of zero to John Wilkes Booth, who is, how much are people looking for uh, us? Yes, famed assassin. <laughs> you famed know. rogue, John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. Hated that guy. Bard, bard rogue. Yeah. Bard rogue. Bard. <laughs> um, I mean, we should get out of here before it's late, I think. I just worry if I go downstairs that people might recognize my beautiful skin. Oh, I don't even think we should go downstairs. I think we should exit through the window. I'm getting pretty good at climbing out of there at this point. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, if you know how to show me the ropes, but I take out my rope. Um, I tie you... it to Scram and I lower him like a little basket. <laughs> okay, just style. like over the ledge, just inch by inch, slow, slowly. You almost it's drop a... him, but you luckily Zola. lower him to the ground. Move it, it's around my neck. <laughs> um, Scram, you're in the alley behind the Salty Rose, which, by the way, faces the ocean, so essentially you'll just have to go around oh, the corner perfect. to I had to, to take, had to take a pee anyway. This so. is the place to do it. Lots Good. of people do it here. I climb back down and ignore the fact that Scram is pissing. <laughs> yeah, you see Scram, his his robe is rolled up very high, unnecessarily high. He's, he's squatting. <laughs> if I've learned anything, it's you can't get the gunk on the robe, you know? Oh, Christ. You know? You know? No, is this going the way that you, you missed you us? It you missed us, uh, did you? So, Zola, you just entered into the alley. Um, yeah, I climbed down. So, you guys stand in this alley. Again, it is still dark out. You see on the horizon some light blue of the sun about to peek up. Um, I, feel and like, I feel like we hear a dog like running by, like yeah, barking in the corner. I'll add it in post. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you guys um, see just like outside the alley is the boardwalk that where all of the boats are, like multiple sizes, multiple types, both military, merchant, things you can charter, everything you need to find would be there. How romantic. Question, should you disguise yourself? Should we try and get onto... I think that's a wonderful idea. Maybe just give yourself like some muscles so that we can try and get like a job on like a fishing boat or something. Mm, Or like a schooner. Muscles. A skip. (gasps) I don't really know boats. I've got it. I'm going to dress up as Geo. Excellent choice, sir. Excellent choice. Abandon your post as a guard. But also... (laughs) I'm leaving my guard life to join the sea. But also don't let me be by myself for too long because... (laughs) Okay. Lord knows with this body, what's just gonna yell, just talk real loud, and I think no one should notice. Okay, that's fair. All right, uh, Alakamoo, Bitchigaboo. And I'd... suddenly you see like a PowerPoint dissolve transition <laughs> as he transitions into How Geo. Do you Hello, do it's me, Geo. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Stilton is like clapping his little paws and laughing. I think he's attacking me. <laughs> He's so small. <laughs> He's so big to me, though. Um, I just wanted to say also that whenever Stilton isn't um, doing stuff or running around, I wear him like um, a stole around my <laughs> neck as like a like a fancy lady scarf, and he like just totally limp relaxes his body and looks like he's so a dead scary. weasel. My neck. <laughs> They're like, oh, you're into fur. Oh, that's an alive weasel. <laughs> <laughs> he's alive. Um, so you guys um, are in the Zola, alley, and you are now disguised as Geo. I, I am a Geo now, but um, Zola, I, speaking to your friend, I, before we get any farther, I just, I'm still a little unsure of him. What's his deal? Who's deal? This little thing the around little, your neck. Oh, my <laughs> weasel. Oh, yeah, your weasel. What do you call it? Scram. I don't really it. know either. All I know is that I feel, what you described to me magic feeling like, I feel like his heart is beating at the same exact time as my heart. I never thought that I was magic before, but there's something about him that is connected to me. Oh. And I think we could probably find something else for breakfast. Hey, you're drooling a little. I'm sorry. Can you Just stop a fascinating looking at him story. Like that? <laughs> 
I just, I just worry. He's small. I'm small. I've never seen things with smaller hands than mine. Usually, it's you're just, upset because he's smaller. Than <laughs> hey Zola, I'm not mad. I just, I'm nervous that you're, that I might be replaced or. Like, we won't be friends anymore because you've got a smaller buddy. Scram, I'm going to say this one last time. I was exiled from my village, and I'm still hanging out with you. It's probably the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life, and we're still buds, so... You mean Tiny, Tiny Weasel isn't going to change that. Okay. Yeah, I, I pick Scram up and okay. I um, put him around my neck like a little skull. <laughs> oh. Slightly crushing Stilton a little. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, Stilton's fur and my grease are now one. I Trying think to clean he likes itself, it. Like, I think he likes licking it. Licking its arm constantly. Listen, if you ever doubt our friendship, just remember that I wasn't mad at you for impersonating my father and maybe getting him in prison. That's true. I'm not, I can tell you now because we had a night's sleep a little bit. It didn't look good. I gotta be real. I love your dad, and uh, I really fucked up for him. Maybe we can leave a note or something. So, a note might not be enough. All right, should, okay? we, should we walk to the ship? Just so you know. Let's get the ship out of here. Okay. So you guys head around the Salty Rose and out of the alley, walking onto the beautiful Paddlewick docks. Um, you see, so these docks line... These docks line the coast of Paddlewick, um, and they are completely filled. There's boats of all sizes. You see galleons, schooners or schooners, not really sure, skips, caravels, all types of these beautiful multi-masted ships. I know ships. Oh um, I know ships, bitch. These are huge. That's a, that's a schooner. That's a skip, <gasps> oh. I'm pointing out. <laughs> <laughs> um, behind that, you see the sparkling rich blue of the Mara and Mara. The smell of salt and something floral fills your nose, and the sound of a few seagulls ah, cawing above you, ringing in your ears. It's still early, and so the morning sun is now just hitting the sea. You see it's kind of that very early sunset. I'm blinded. You're slightly blinded. You take 10d6 blinded damage. <laughs> um, and you see that there is mostly just a few sailors, a few dockhands um, walking about, heading to ships, unloading um, and reloading, depending on where they're headed. Um, to your right, however, you notice something a little bit more threatening. You see a massive gold and red wooded galleon with this large five-masted ship swarming with town guard and a number of soldiers wearing gold chainmail and these centurion helmets with red tufts on top. Oh, shit. Along the side of the ship, you can see written in this shiny cursive is IAN Sparkler. Zola, you would know IAN to be the official title of ships within the Golden Fleet, the Imperial Aurelian Navy and those wearing the Centurion helmets to be members of the Golden Fist, the official Aurelian military forces. Um, these are separate from the guard. The guard are associated, but they are not like in the same kind of ranking. I'm walking fast, keeping my head down. This isn't, this isn't good news yeah, for no, Zola. Yeah, no, look at these fucking fascists. <laughs> Both of you roll stealth checks. First roll, baby. Ooh. Oh, okay, here we go. All right. Who's going first? I'll roll. All right. Roll of our first season. Oh, and it's the second. And oh my god, and it's the second season, and it's the first rolls of two. Hey, what did you roll? Um, I rolled a nat twenty. Shut up. Yeah. Oh I my did. god. I did. So I did. I swear. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Okay, we're all looking at it. Like, we don't believe you. That's um, false. A plus my stealth addition. Mm -hmm. I got a twenty-five on that roll. Ooh. Yeah. That's nat right. twenty-five. So Zola, you are definitely not hidden <laughs> you would you fully just walk out your your elven crocs are not hiding there's your a sound. little water in the bottom of them so i'm doing squidward steps a little bit of slush yep yep and so you see like a number of the guards take note of you they don't see scram however who has darted below the like legs of various dock workers well, walking Gio, by. right yeah oh, i that's, mean i'm huge and, you're and i'm Gio, still darting you just blend in <laughs> Um, oh, don't mind me. I'm uh, walking around. I'm going to just I'm roll. Walking here. <laughs> I'm just going to roll a quick check to see if any are going to come over. <laughs> they hear me go, fucking fascists. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you guys continue down the docks without any interruption. 
Um, you see a few walking. of the guards do notice you guys, but considering they do know you, and considering they do know Gio as a member of the guard, they, they, let him, they let him go as he greets them walking by. Hello, it's me, Gio! Bon Jovi? Zola's <laughs> trying. Um, question, Noah. Yes? I would like to look at the sky. Um, does it seem like maybe living on um, a seaport town, Zola might know some, like, um, sailors, like, you know, I forget what they say. They say, like, um, p- pink at night, sailor's delight, or something. Like, would I know if it's going to be a stormy day or does it look like clear sailing? Roll a nature check. Great. Isn't it clear skies at night, sailor's delight? Probably. I think Pink it's like red, I think it's red sky at night, sailor's delight, red sky in the morning, sailor's warning. I Something. think it's red. Is, I, that maybe seems I'm wrong. right. Let's rewrite it. Ooh, I got um an 18. Ooh, an 18. Um, just looking out, it looks to be a beautiful day. You don't see um, none of that red warning. <sighs> hey, Zola, how's the um, weather looking? <laughs> I lick my finger and hold it to the wind again. Good, pretty good. There are pretty no good. clouds in the sky. Um, yeah, it's there's no clouds in the sky. It looks like to be a beautiful day. Nice. It's um, beautiful. Shall we have a picnic instead? <laughs> <laughs> just stop uh, with this whole adventure and just sit down on the dock? Uh, Zola, up ahead, you do see the dock tower, the dock house, essentially, that you refer to where you know the person who assigns chartered ships and stuff like that, the dock master to be, or harbor master, if you prefer that term. All right, I guess we could do two things here. We could either approach, like, kind of small, s- small skip and try and, um, like, earn our place on, or we could talk to this, I mean, this guy who runs the ports, but that might that might kind of draw, like, a little bit more attention to where we're trying to go, what we're trying to do. I guess we've got to find shit that's heading the direction that we're heading. Yeah. Unless you have enough money to charter a private boat. Here's the deal about my money. Your uh, personal finances. <laughs> They they're not necessarily for spending because they're 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 accruing, if you will, for interest on my body, and so if <laughs> they're, they're gathering guns. Yeah, exactly. If I if I just don't have them on me, then I don't have it. Oh, so you're like one of those rich people that's like, I won't be rich if I give away my money. What? That's crazy. But basically, if I don't have it, then it's not mine. So how do I? <laughs> Keep it. Anyway, so I do have some money, but it's for emergencies for us, and all right, we won't we'll break into your to rainy day fund. I will remind you that we're exiled at threat of violence. True, but Geo is well connected, and we are very service oriented. So if we need to maybe just work our way onto a boat, maybe we could do that. Maybe, maybe okay, maybe this is some crazy talk. Do we know that the Golden Fist boat is going back to the capital? I would assume probably they're going to some kind of large city, but I gotta be a real scram. I'm just kind of anxious about what happens when your disguise self runs out and we're on a boat full of uh, Empire people. You know, I didn't even think of that at all. But you make a good point there. Um, Seems like we'd be asking for trouble trying to get on that boat. What if? I pretended to be an inmate, a prisoner of the boat, and I'm kept down below or something, and we sneak on. There's a lot of ifs. There's a lot of ifs. (laughs) Just to get back to the capital. Just from what you've told me, the idea of putting a goblin down into the bottom of a ship, I feel like let's avoid that if we can. If we can just keep you keep you on the deck. That's why I keep you around the brains. You know, I'm also they're not gonna they're not gonna like me either. I don't trust those fucking You know, I wouldn't be so sure. Who wouldn't like you, Zola? Why don't we go talk to the dock master? All right, that's sure. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So you guys um, head down the dock and you see the tower in the distance. Uh, as you approach, right, hold on. <laughs> hold on, Zola, before we get, uh, do you mind if I have a barnacle? I'm a little hungry. <laughs> yeah, I, I lean um, over the dock and I peel up a sucker off the, off the <laughs> so dock. It's and a massive it. barnacle. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. So slimy. <laughs> I hand um, still in a clam to see if he'll shuck it like an otter would do. You see that he indeed does do that thing where they like tap the shell a bunch and start rolling <laughs> so it on the ground. Cool. Like also like capuchin monkeys. Fun facts. You learn things on this show. 
So you guys approach this tower. It's just a simple wooden tower with um, a small shack attached to the bottom of it. Ahoy! Um, you see, um, yeah, you say ahoy, and at the top, your, your geo voice, your geo voice. Ahoy! Um, a man jolts awake. He's been sitting in this sort of like lounge chair, and he's got a hat tipped over his head. Oh, um, the moment you say hello or ahoy, ahoy he pops it up, was. Um, and he looks down and goes, oh, oh Zola, long time no see, lass. What brings you to my docks this early in the morning? And ah. who's Gio? It's good to see you too. It's good to see you. Oh, Hex, oh. Oh, you sound are you sick. I am very sick. You need to eat more citrus, my friend. I'm trying to pick some up, actually. Oh, how, well, how can I help? Out of oh, town. Hold on, let me come down. Uh, you see he stands up, um, opens a trap door, and you hear like the sound of like clanging and crashing and all like just absolute chaos. And then the door opens, yeah, oh. Katia, and the door opens, and he goes, come right in. Oh, thank God he didn't recognize me. It's me, Scram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he bought it. What's this guy's name again, Noah? This is Porty Orel. Porty. All right. Um, so you walk in. He sits down in this chair in front of this incredibly messy desk. It's covered in ledgers and just scrap paper, torn things, things soaked in water and like covered in seaweed. This man is a mess. Um, and he turns to you guys and goes, well... How can I help you guys? I look at Scram and I wink. And I immediately open my mouth because I know exactly what Zola's talking about. And I'm like, excuse me, good sir. Excuse me, good sir. Oh, that I know you because we're good friends as well. Yes, yes so we, we know all each know each other. other. Yes, we all know each other. We, we, all, all, know each, we, we all know, know each, each other. other. Yes, right, of yes. course. It's nice right. way to uh, say that, but yes. yes, yes. 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 I, um, I like still invite Scram. Oh. Okay, anyway, uh, so, uh, oh my god, I t- so, I uh, wink and scram. <laughs> so, it's going very swimmingly. Uh, Porto, since you're somewhat connected in town, I wanted to alert you first of something I heard last night before we travel, uh, before we get ahead of ourselves. Since oh. you're well connected, yes, I need you to spread some word with me with the local dock workers and, and those in the market. I Gio, heard for like, you and anything. Thank you, you. We have been longtime friends. That's why I was so concerned about your voice. Best friends. Best friends. We've known each other very Best long. friends. Speaking of are. which, we on for checkers this weekend. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Excellent. Except that we're. Except uh, yes. Taking a passage uh, yes. Oh. Yes. You remind me, but first. First, an uh, article of news. Uh, I, yes. So, uh, do, uh, Mr. Diddlepiece. Mm, yes, the potions gnome. Unfortunately, was attacked the last night. By and uh, there was a rumor that it was a farmer Gianni Parma. <laughs> that poor old sap did that? He would never, it's right? Insane. I mean, it's a miracle he can run that, that damn farm out there. I He's know. Man. He started a fire, supposedly, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Uh, but I have good intel from the uh, that that I have that it was not <laughs> Farmer Gianni. In fact, someone in uh, in uh, disguise as impersonating uh, as a farmer, <laughs> only as a farmer. So you know, uh, spread this to everybody, because you know, it it would be terrible. Terrible. As, as we know, Farmer Gianni, Azola. Your father would never do such my a dad, thing. My dad would never. Hence why I'm with Zolo right now. My dad would never start a fire. He Does Does he know how to start a fire? Yeah, he's not, yeah, he's he's not he's an a idiot. Farmer. Okay, you make a good point. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. All right. uh, oh, best, best friend's kid like that. Because right. we know each other. Yes. Yes. Why don't you roll a persuasion check? Because even though that you are being very deceptive, you are telling the truth. <laughs> that is what happened. All right, here we go. I got a... 14 plus my uh, zero. <laughs> what? You have a zero to persuasion? I do. I do have a... Oh, no, yeah. oh, no, no. no I, that's sorry. perception. perception. There's no way. <laughs> I was like, uh, you are so charismatic. 14 plus five. So I got a 19. All right. On that one. Um, You see he leans back in his chair for a moment. Very troubling, no? So there is someone going around impersonating people. He could impersonate I, you. He, wait. I haven't left this tower in 40 years. I before we get out of hand, they would know. Before right? we they would get know out if of I hand. wasn't if I was out there, right? Huh. Kill your double. Uh, <laughs> I uh, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> and before we get carried out of way, 
here. I think I did hear someone say that they saw this impersonator run out of town immediately. So I don't think we have to... All right, roll a deception check, because that's a lie. Okay. (laughs) I mean, again, it's kind of true, because you are trying to, but... Uh, Sadly, I got a 14. Huh. Well, I will be sure that people know the truth. Good. And, but... I will also be sure to keep an eye out because you know how people return to the scene of the crime <gasps> all the time. All the time. All, all the, time. the time. Constantly. All Criminals, the time. it's, you they listen, should learn from that. You listen to the first 48 hour bard songs? Oh the my. First 48 hours, most important, first two verses of they, the song, most yes. important. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, sorry. Oh, what were you even here for? I'm so, I've right. gotten so caught oh, up. Let's get yes. down to business. Well, please spread, spread news. Yes, yes. So, certainly. Thank you. As you know, the cheese festival, is, the yearly cheese festival is the happening. The charcuterie, yes. Yes, mm. happening in the capital. And so I kind of gestured to my pack and I'm like, I'm taking some stuff for my dad down there uh, a little bit early just to start to get set up. And uh, Geo, you know, order, uh, order of Lord Cravern is accompanying me. Yes, and the, the fruit. I need the, I feel very sick. And they have such good fruit. It's true that many of the finest fruits come from the southern yes. part of this you, sea. You yourself said I needed the fruit for my skin. Well, let me see what I can do. Um, he turns back to his desk and just begins pulling ledgers out of places, causing papers to just tumble over and <clears throat> more crashing. One last thing. Uh, yes? Uh, you know the, the crop this year. Not, not great. Not great. So we're a little, we're a little mm. light on cash. So if you know anyone who's maybe looking for some help, maybe a fishing boat ah, yes, going, or yes. someone who needs some labor, or I could, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I could learn how to sail mm. a little bit. Hmm, okay, you know, Geo's see. very strong. He uh, could help. Yes, like I'm very strong. Look at the, my muscles. Look at this so six big pack. And strong. Look at this. Oh my God! Look at this six <laughs> I <touch>. pack. <laughs> Oh, I wow. Gia, you are always showing oh. off that six-pack. I'm sorry. I don't you guys are to, best friends. I don't mean huh? to be holding it right now, but... Oh, may I? So oh, Gia please, does that please, a lot. Please, reach over. He reaches and touches through the illusion that is your abs and touches oh. your robe. Gia. I know. All right. I, I, I recoil very quickly. I need to work out more. I know. <laughs> I, I've been letting myself get a little soft, but... It's all the anyway. cheese. You, know, you see, this, this man looks like... It's like he's doing that like white guy gif blinking. He's like, "What the just happened?" <laughs> and uh, sadly, uh, as you know, with my wife uh, Miranda and uh, what happened? I don't understand. It was uh, not not very good. She was out of work for a bit. I don't want to go into it for long. She was a prisoner. It was very dangerous. She was under the city. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh my god! Basically, we didn't have any income, so I am very poor as well right now. So. Well, let me look at my books. I'm sure that I can find something that Please. needs work. You know the benefits aren't great uh, yes. for the guards. There are terrible no, benefits. No. Uh, honestly, it's all... If you join the Golden Fist, the benefits, they're all there. Really? You well, join the guards. That's because they've unionized. Yes. You know, well, you know organized labor. You, you know how it goes. Well, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're fed from the mouth of the empire, so... Bite the hand that feeds you, you know. Okay. Well, there is a one ship available. It uh, It's towards the end of the dock, and okay. it is... Uh, it's a sort of caravel, which is a kind of a uh, galleon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's dark wood. It's called the Feral Free. Um, and uh, they're just looking for regular, any deckhands available. The Feral Free. Feral Free, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they, are chartered sh- uh, they are a chartered ship, rather. And um, I believe that they do have someone chartering them. But they are looking for employees. So if you want to go, that is probably where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, uh, do you know who the captain is? Um, a Captain Sticks. S T Y X. Captain Sticks. I'm. I. I. I seem to be tired this morning, Porto. Do I know Captain Sticks? Have I met him before in my travels here? Um, I love the nickname Porto you've given me. It's very uh, funny. Come on. I, it's uh, been a minute since we've seen each other. <laughs> and in the time you've come up with Porto. More nicknames. Oh, every <laughs> time. Best friend things. Oh. Um, no, Captain Sticks is not. I don't think she's ever charted here before. Uh, ah, she, so she has landed not. on. She came in on Friday, and uh, her crew's been here, kind of restocking. What repairing. was her origin town? Where did she come from? Um, yeah, where do they sell from? It looks like the last stop was Aurelia. Uh, they must have stopped there prior, made a drop off, and come back up here for more. Ah, sure, so she would be familiar with the town. Yeah, uh, with yes. the passage. And yeah, and the trip. So? All right, that sounds great, Porty. Thanks so much. That was really helpful. Of course, I'm glad to help. Now, of course, if you don't mind, I would, if 
he puts out his hand for like a few gold for helping. Uh, <laughs> Scram grabs it. I put my hand on top of Scram's hand and I bow my head as if we're just all taking a moment. Not wanting to push the push the the bill, he goes, right. Thank you so much, um, Gio. God bless. Always a pleasure. And of course, I will. You know, I will send some of my father's famous cheese right you to your better. door. You can you I, it stays good for a long time. I mean, it's aged. Yes. I mean, when I say it's aged. aged. Yes, you know, like you know. May, it's not up to code. Yeah, I mean, thank <laughs> God that they don't really enforce food codes in this in this nation. In the empire, yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so thank hey. you again um, for coming to my lovely doghouse. Please, thank you. In the future, it is a uh, paying... Please. By the way, do you have any uh, <laughs> good to know for the future? Future is noted. Uh, do you have any uh, rotten things, by the way? Like um, fish? Yeah, anything uh, you need to get rid of, yeah. we can we, help uh, you out. Uh, yes, if you want to take out my trash for me, it's over here. Gladly. Hands you a big bag of just full of both papers oh, and so heavy. and stuff like that. <laughs> like I said, I need to I work help. out more. <laughs> So, so deceiving. He's, so it looks muzzled. very odd to see this because it's kind just, of like disguise up is just it's like just an illusion. So he's like kind of dragging a really little. low, dragging it. Um, yeah. So you guys okay. finish up there. You grab the bag. Um, he waves goodbye to you as you head out of the dock house Ciao. and down the dock. Ciao. What did you want that trash for? I turn around and scrams in the trash. <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> Leaps off your neck and begins going through the trash. Still get out of here. Oh, this is mine. On him. Um, I'm not a sharer, Stilton. <laughs> so this is a sizable dock, mostly because Padawick, though a new town, is the hub of trade for the northern settlements of the Empire. Uh, but eventually you do make it towards the end where the dock stops and a stretch of beach continues along the coastline. At the very end of the dock, you see the boat that was described. A dark, almost black mahogany-like wood with worn ivory sails. Though the wood looks beautiful, you can tell that this ship has seen quite a lot of hardship in its time on the Mare Mara, filled with trials and tribulations. So as you're approaching, you turn onto the pier that it is attached to, um, and it is to your left. Uh, and as you approach, you see a number of sailors, um, men and women wearing loose trousers, easy to maneuver in shirts, drinking and lounging with hats on their faces on the railings. Um, you can like smell the booze from the just the moment you step onto that part of the pier. Ah. And occasionally you get a whiff of some strange sort of scent. Uh, you approach, walking up the stretch of boards, passing a few cannons that line the ship, until you stand at the bottom of the gangplank. The moment you arrive, you hear the sound of a wooden door slamming and a pompous voice breaks the calm. I say, listen here, you devil woman. I paid your crew to take me south three days ago, and since then all you've done is turn my hard-earned gold into party favors for you and your crew. I am well within my rights as a citizen of the Empire to go to the town guard and tell them to arrest you for the common thieves you are. A bright, almost musical voice responds. Its inherent joy, a vocal parry to the aggressive jabs of this perturbed man. My, such fire in you so early in the morning. Do take a seat, I'll get you a cup of coffee. It's a special blend of Veradontes bean, only available if purchased from a fearbog druid who guards the towering trees of the southern jungles. The man pauses for a moment and responds, I uh, apologize, Captain. Uh, it's early and I've forgotten myself. Oh, darling, no, don't apologize. You're a hard-working man who paid for passage and we are your humble employees. Truth be told, when we took you up on your offer, we had just finished a particularly difficult drop-off, and we were in desperate need of repairs. That's why we've been delayed. Don't worry, though. We're fixing to leave this morning. Oh, well, I suppose if we leave today, we should arrive in Aurelius by the Charcuterie Festival. Honey, with me at the helm, we'll be there in time for you to see a show and a few of the sights. But first, go get your things. We've got to leave soon, and... By the time you're back, I'll have that cup of coffee ready for you. Cream and sugar? Uh, both. Uh, thank you, Captain Styx. I feel totally assured. I'm going to go get my things immediately. I trust you fully. Uh, you then see this fancily dressed man, um, kind of a quaff of thick black hair with a single white streak through it, kind of like a Pepe Le Pew. Um, <laughs> he jauntily walks up and over onto the gangplank, kind of cheerily whistling as he walks towards you. I'm going to go get my things. Um, he walks past you, heading down the dock. A strange joy filled within him. Love what that guy's drinking. <laughs> um, 
that was really convenient that they had that conversation. Yeah, thank God. Really by. filled in a lot of good timing. I can fist bump, scram. Oh God, your fists are so strong. Um, do you think maybe we're by Miranda and uh, Geo said they were down by the docks, right? Yeah, if you want to run down there, I then think... I can try and talk to this um, lady with the weird-ass accent. Yeah, I, I think I... Would you mind? I, I'll say hi for you. Yeah, I think we need rations, so if you want to grab oh, that lasagna right. or anything else that you rations. think would come in handy. Like I... if they have, like, hard tack or, I don't know, people eat on... <laughs> Salt pork. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Salt pork, my favorite. <laughs> I definitely think uh, Geo and Miranda could be pretty handy, so... I'll go yeah, over I think there. I got some and, pork uh, for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Nice salted pork. All right. So. Oh Christ. I point. I point. Scram the way. All right. Um, scram. You head down the dock, and we will jump to you in just a moment. Um, you turn back to the boat, and you see a beautiful young woman with short auburn hair, bright, almost glowing gold eyes that match her septum and eyebrow piercings. She wears this white halter top with fitted brown pants. She smiles coyly down at you crossing her heavily tattooed arms. Can I help you? Uh, Zola's so nervous. It's your first time with a tongue. <laughs> wow. Actually, it's not my first time with a tongue. I was born with one. Stupid, everyone's born with a tongue. Um, Greetings. Nope, don't try and pretend you have her accent. Um, is this ship heading to Aurelia? Why it is? Why do you ask? I seek passage across the Mare Mara. Uh, I'm headed to the charcuterie festival. I'm actually a supplier, and I kind of gesture with my with my pack. Supplier, huh? Do you got a coin? I have two strong orc arms. You've never met a harder worker. I don't know if you know any other half orcs, but uh, I I got some I got some power in these arms if you need help raising those sails and I wink. Well, you do look tough and orcs are welcome on my ship. Um I've got a friend with me as well. He's just he's out getting rations. Can he do anything? Oh he almost everything. <laughs> That's a concerning sentence to say to a captain, but I accept that as a potential boon. I guess we'll see. Well, if you're on my ship, you're going to be working. Not sure how much you heard from my conversation with Mr. Boucher, but I'm about to leave on a very important journey. I can't be having stowaways, freeloaders, idiots, or fucking landlubbers on my ship. If you're here, you're working. Oh, I hate, I hate land. You do? Yes. Well, then you're definitely welcome on my ship. Because fuck the land. For now, why don't you come aboard and get yourself used to it? That idiot will be back soon, and I have no intention of giving him back all the cured meats I took. Mr. McGreeby! Um, suddenly you hear wood tapping on wood and see a gnome with fire red hair, a braided horseshoe mustache, ruddy skin, and only peg limbs. His left arm is a hook, his right arm is a sort of prosthetic metal claw arm, and he wears these short brown trousers made out with a shark skin belt, um, and he has two sturdy looking wooden peg legs to propel him forward. He scurries over, hops up on a crate in the deck, and salutes. He grins a mostly empty mouth, aside from a few gold teeth. Look at this man. He's mostly table. <laughs> oh, no! Um, <laughs> she winks at you and goes, let's get this old gal on the sea. Haul in the anchor, we'll unfurl this mainsail. We're setting off for... What is it again? Oh, Aurelia, right. Um, all right, come on, come on board. I like your tattoos. Thanks. Looks like you can use some yourself. It's kind of a requirement. Wow, do you, do you do them yourself? Not me, but I have someone on board who can help you. Wow. Um, and with that, we're going to dissolve over to Scram. Scram, you walk down the dock. Um, you stand at the end as you hear um, Zola and this woman talking. You look around. You're kind of trying to figure out which house is theirs. They didn't really give you specifics because they thought that you would maybe come during the afternoon or night yesterday right. where they would be out. Yeah. So why don't you give me a perception sure. check? Just whistle along here on the dock trying to... Looking like Geo, trying yeah, to be normal. Just, I mean, I'm loving this this belt that I got now. So just taking it all taking in. Taking it all in. I got a nat 20, baby. 
How do I make this I game know harder? this town. Keep those dice, babe. Yeah, these are good luck. I'm telling you, again, well, whatever. We'll do it at the end of the <laughs> <laughs> Not So no, you, no, no, no. you scope around, and you smell a little lasagna in the air. You, following your nose, like weave lasagna. your way down the dock, passing through, under, like, passing by sailors and dock workers who are like, Hey, Gio, how you doing? Hey, hello. And they're just, like, pushing by, not even paying attention. Excuse me. Um, you eventually find a set of wooden stairs to, like, a, one of those two-story apartments, um, and you follow the smell up the stairs to see a little lasagna wrapped um, up in a little basket. It's on the window. Outside of the front door. And oh. it says... For Scram. <gasps> For me. Oh, okay. I wonder, uh, no, I, I so wonder if they're home. <laughs> I wonder if they're home. I, I better knock just in case. Yeah, so they know. Just, just so, so they, they know. know. Just in case. In case. I, I don't right. know. I wanna... Maybe there's... They can get the Hello? allergy information or ingredients. Maybe, maybe they want to... Uh, yeah. Or if they have a side of cheese for this or something. Uh, they don't immediately come to the door. I decided I'm going to knock a little harder just in case. <laughs> Hello? Just, okay. I really want to make sure oh. if they're home if or not. Out, there will just be an impersonator <laughs> on the doorstep. It's uh, me. There's a few moments, and then the door <gasps> cracks open, um, and you so see nervous. a very weary-eyed Miranda um, answer the door. Vanessa Hudgens type again. Um, uh, Gio, Miranda. you are just in bed. No, no, no. It's me, Scram. Oh, my God. I look good, don't you I? You are one crazy little goblin. I look crazy and good looking now, too, huh? I mean, you look like my husband. Then. Uh, you know how much I like my husband. Right? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. A lot. Uh, how are you guys? I'm sorry. You said I woke you? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, we oh. thought you would come up for dinner last night, but... I'm so sorry. We we got caught up in the uh, the tavern. Long story short, we had some weird dreams. Must okay. ate something weird. All right. Anyway, um, I, I just wanted to see you guys. I think we're going to head out pretty soon, and I uh, just wanted to see see what you guys were up to. Zola oh. nervously watching the sun cli- climb higher into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Um, do you want me to wake up Gio? Is that what, I, you want to say goodbye? I, to I would love to say goodbye to you guys. Before sure. We, I don't know when I'll be back next, and uh, you guys made such a big impact on my life. Yes, I mean you made a huge impact on ours. You oh, changed did I? our you changed our mindset about the way the empire is handling the crises. Um, you've you helped save our lives. Um, you showed Geo it's okay to be confident, but occasionally he does need to quiet down. Hey, you know he's got a loud, strong voice. He's a Everything about him is strong. Projects yeah. naturally. It's very easy for you him. Project. Uh, um, let me go get him. So he, uh, she rather takes a moment and heads to the back. Um, and then a I few am moments later, furiously, I'm so nervous. I don't even, on the I can't even look at the lasagna. It's going to make me get sick. Um, they, it's still like in a basket beside the door. Um, in a moment or two later, uh, Gio and Miranda return. Hello, you two again. I just wanted to say again that I'm so thankful for this lasagna. First of all. First and foremost, you are thank very you welcome. so much. It's the, literally, it is the least we can do. Oh, we, no. we made lasagna all the time. Oh and my goodness, you guys. You deserve it. Oh, thank you. You guys deserve the world. Oh, wow. Thank you. you you're both perfect. Oh, wow. I'm, thank you. Thank you, Scram. Yeah, it's very nice of you to say that. Of course. That. You're the most beautiful people I've ever seen or been on an adventure with. And uh, <laughs> Thanks. I, I just wanted to say goodbye. And I don't know when I'm going to see you guys next, but... You, thanks for making a huge impact on my life. Miranda takes a knee, gets up to your face. Scram. Yeah. You are a hero. Huh? And oh. we are forever grateful for all you've done for us. Thank you. We believe that you can change the world. <gasps> I just came up with that quote. I've never heard it from what? any sort of epic show. You mean it? That's currently on Netflix. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I don't either. I don't even know why I said it. Listen. We are so happy that you have come into our lives. You are always welcome in our home, no matter what. Even if for some reason you, I don't know, like got into a bunch of trouble with the government here and they kicked you out forever. Uh, Or if you, I don't know, if you like robbed a potion store or something. No. You are always welcome in our home. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. Kneels down next and goes, puts his hands on your cheeks. 
I love you, you little guy. Oh, I love dear. you. Oh, like, someone's shaking <laughs> me. And then he gives you a big kiss on the forehead. <gasps> uh, and Miranda plants a kiss on your <gasps> as well. I, oh my goodness, you both have such soft lips. <laughs> That's Goblin choice. second base. Dang, I'm, I'm wow. a little... Excuse me, I take my robes and I collect them in front of myself and try to... Uh, try to take myself out of their door. That impact was really huge. Yeah, huh? they made a huge impact on me as well, clearly. And um, thank you Is guys. Is there something so wrong with your robes? Nothing wrong. Uh, I just am holding them here. Uh, a security thing? Yeah, security yeah. blanket, hey, kind of. It's okay. You've, I, you've told us you've had a very tough life. You... I've, any sort of weird behavior from you is fully explained. Thank you. There's a lot of pressure in this moment, mm. at least. Um, uh, anyway, you guys are just so wonderful, and you're just so beautiful, and uh, yeah, yeah. I just, Scram. I, I just, I'm touched by you guys. And we are touched by. You can be even more touched by me if you want, but uh, I b- better get out of here before I make a fool of myself. You haven't. If, if oh, you I haven't. Waiting, if you were uh, waiting oh. for no, that. I I just was making sure I haven't. And you haven't. No. Oh, okay. This was an. I mean, well, it wasn't a joke. St- I made a joke, but it was not a joke. If you if you ever if you ever wanna if you two are ever wanna explore a little more, have a little adventure outside your relationship, maybe inside the home. I'm here. This party's romantic life is doomed. I just want to say straight up, there's no end game here. I do yeah, not see no, this, this ending well for anyone Zola, ever. Zola needs to help Scram with his flirting skills. <laughs> Zola's not doing any better. <laughs> Listen, Scram, we are honored. Personally, neither one of us is in the mood right now. so It's late. The, uh, it, early. I it's mean, very you know, early. You had a late night, I mean. And exactly, yes. So come by later. Oh. We'll see what we can make happen. All right. I I hope you're not like leaving town right now or we something. We actually are. So this is kind of disappointing news for oh, me. Oh no! I'm so sorry. You know, you I'll, be for, like, I'll be back. Like a I'll be back. My God! I'm deleting Scram the past ten minutes of this episode. Four forty. Scram! Imagine I'm hearing Zola's some weird voice. voices in I my head. You have time for? <laughs> oh my God! What would Zola do? Uh, <laughs> Um, well, thank you. I am unfortunately leaving town right now. Um, as much as I would love to, maybe do something now. Uh, you're both tired, and I don't want to. I don't want to pressure you. Thank you. Uh, that is that is the right answer. We appreciate that. Thank you. Scrabs grown a lot Scrabs. over the years, but um, yeah, you're both really hot. I'm getting flushed here. I'm embarrassed. Here, hold hold on. Here, um, you see, Miranda pulls off one of the gold rings she has. She has a mar- marital ring, but she has just a regular gold ring. It's a signet ring. She passes it over to you. It's this gold ring that you see has um, kind of the symbol of Padawick on it. Um, it's Beautiful. the fist of the empire with grain and um, little cheese below it. It's magical. Um, this is for you to remember us by. Come back again anytime. We love you. You saved our lives. Maybe this is some sort of syndrome or something. <laughs> Like Hopefully Nightingale not. Syndrome, Hopefully whatever it's called, but whatever. Who knows? You are a very wonderful young little goblin. Thank you so much. You're a, a wonderful couple, uh, and I thank you for this. I'll never forget you. This, I'll hold this near and dear to my heart. I'll never sell this. I'll never get rid of it. It'll always be here on my little tiny finger. We'll check next time we see you. Oh, That might be the only thing that I'm wearing next oh. time you see me. Uh, all right, I got to get out of here. Uh, yes, I think Zola is uh, probably ready to go, but... Uh, wish us luck, and um, I'll see you guys later. Luck. Oh, and don't forget the lasagna. Oh. I was about to say, don't forget the I lasagna. <laughs> I, I won't. I could never. I know um, that's what you came here All right, bye. Love you guys. Love you too. Oh. Bye-bye. They said I love you. Um, you scamper back down the wooden steps and onto the boardwalk. <laughs> just I'm pacing. Just it's been a long time. You said your friend was so... coming. We have to leave. I He's t- coming. I stole a lot of salami from this man. He will put me in jail He's if I coming. don't leave. Oh, my... Scram! Is I that got him? Lasagna. I got our ship. Okay. Not your ship. <laughs> you see one of the one of the crewmen walks by. Not your ship. I'm just like um to- like tossing rope to different places. It looks like, like nonsense. Raising you know, and no. lowering sails. Don't touch that. Please. I'm I'm oh, learning. She's new. Um, so out of breath, Zola. Scram! You run down the pier and up the gangplank, and you find yourself on this very busy ship since you left. And Zola, you've been there. You see that this motley crew has been hard at work. 
Um, they're sailors of all shapes, sizes, gender, and skin color, hustling around the ship to get everything in order. You see a number of humans, but on a closer look, you see a few of them have pointed ears. And then there's some little ones. Those look like halflings. Mm. And of course, there was the gnome. <laughs> um, that is not going Captain to be his department. His name is Mr. McGreeby, and you will all respect him. <laughs> Um, I love Mr. McGreeby. I worked hard on him. Mr. McTable? Sergeant McGreeby. Sergeant Table? <laughs> they all work together on this ship. Teams clearly created based on need and expertise. And within a matter of moments, calls of confirmation begin sounding out all over. Despite its appearance, the Feral Free and its crew are not amateurs. Looking around, you see that there is a ballista, which is like a large kind of um, bolt launching device. Um, next to it are, of course, the metal bolts used for it. Um, that is on the forecastle or front of the ship. And there are four cannons on either side with a number of cannonballs next to them. Um, you see the ship, again, though worn, seems ready for the dangers of the Mara and Mara. While this finishes up, Captain Six turns to you both. Okay, based on what you told me, she gives you both elevator eyes, scanning Hello? you up and down. What I see as well, you two would be best for... Well, I'm going to make you a general deckhand. Um, what was your name? I'm sorry. Zola. Ah. Oh, better call you general deckhand now. <laughs> she whips her head around to look at you, Scram, and her eyes narrow. I know it seems like all we do is joke around, but this is a serious business. Nella, would you pass me that joint? She <laughs> pull, <laughs> grabs a joint from a passing um, sailor um, and oh. takes a gigantic hit of it. Heck yeah, my maiden, my fair maiden, can I take a rip on that? First, you have to prove yourself. Sure, I'm sorry, that's very... I'm not great on the manners part, uh, but I'm great at other things. I will let you know that's, first, uh, my name's Scram. Uh, top of the morning to you, Scram. Top of the morning. I do love people, but I'm not very strong. Okay. Well, your friend here said that you can do everything. I so, can do everything. He's got a lot of skills. I got a lot skills. of skills. But I... Care to demonstrate? Uh, Scram sweats bullets. <laughs> He's like looking around. For my first trick, Zola. Not trick, but skill. Would you say, Zola, my best skill that I should show to the captain would be... What, what would you say is my best skill? Let's just say, I turn to the captain, scram skills are, uh, scram skills are unusual in this part of the empire. I'm sure you're aware of what a small town Paddlewick is. I swear to you, you can throw me overboard if he doesn't prove useful. But maybe would be good to get on, on the open sea where the laws are a little, well, where the guards aren't breathing over our neck before. Yeah, this... So Not to insult Padawick, but it is a small-minded Oh, town. this is oh, a... Yes. That's uh, good, um, to, good to know well, you it's, feel that it's way, nice Captain. nice to meet you, Scram. You're, you're a strapping young man, and I like that. Thank you very much. Oh, Looks one, can be deceiving. I have one more item. Uh, the only thing is, we're only going to come on this boat if you can swear to me that my uh, companion here will remain unharmed, and I gesture to the ferret, to the weasel <laughs> around my neck. <laughs> that little morsel... Uh, we have enough salt pork on board to... He bites. Well, I, I can see that. You see, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> he bites very hard. Still, it's really bitey. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I will... I'll definitely be avoiding the the weasel. It's a strange-looking beast. Well, sure. I promise that no one on my ship... You all hear that? You see a few of them, like, look by, looking at the weasel hungry. Weasel bites back, motherfucker. <laughs> this weasel bites, so watch out. Don't eat it. Not food. So does this guy. <laughs> I yes. hold on. So does this point myself. human man. <laughs> Again, looks can be deceiving. We all bite. Let's just get out there on the sea. Um, yeah, put, it, put <laughs> us to work. It's right about that time when you hear a call coming from the docks. Oh, Captain Sticks, I've got all my things. And you see Captain Sticks goes, oh, fuck. All right. I'll hide the salami. I go run. I help them carry crates of salami what down. What do I do with the that. lasagna? <laughs> I don't know. What, put that lasagna down. Just anywhere? anywhere. Just down? we got to go. I just put it down Sails on my up. feet and walk away. <laughs> Let the mainsail down. You see everything just like, like drops and the ship catches the wind and uh, flies for forward. Sure. I need you all back. to roll dexterity saving throws as this boat just 
<laughs> just catches the wind and hurdles into the sea. I have a feeling that because I'm in disguise, that Scram definitely falls back. He he can't. <laughs> you can I'll let, roll with disadvantage. <laughs> okay, I rolled a 16 still, but... Did you roll with disadvantage? I did. What's it say? It's on the floor, but I want it. It was a nat one. <laughs> That's the one! You see, I rolled an 18. Um... So you rolled an 18, you're grabbing these crates of salami when it hits you, and you almost stumble over, but you put the crate down and kind of so use it to stabilize yourself. Yeah. And but you see Scram form Geo fly by you. <laughs> if you'd like to save him from falling off of the ship, you have to roll a deck save to try and catch him. Okay, yeah, I'll try and I'll try and grab him. He is obviously <laughs> Scram size, so he may look like Geo, but he weighs. Okay. Scram. Uh, my deck save I plus zero. <laughs> Excellent. Oof, I rolled a nine. My weak little arms. You see Scram um, can fly Stilton over help, the side. Can Stilton help me and try and bite his rope? Yeah, use a, um, he'll use a help action. Okay. Oh, God. Ooh, that one's a 15. That will catch it. Scram, you are about to, you see time almost slows down. And it's just like, no. you're just like soaring <laughs> through the air like, oh no. But thankfully, you are snatched and pulled back down thanks to Zola holding a weasel and her hand using its teeth as Um You see Not that buddy. the little like gnome runs by you and stops and goes, rawr, 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 Is this, get uh, your seat legs together, rawr, 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 and then runs by. <laughs> I can say the same for you, sir. The, the entire crew gets really quiet. Oh. Uh, really, you're gonna be ableist on a ship like no, this? No, no, no. I, I thought we were. This, look I've at never this been crew. In a boat before. This I is a welcoming like a crew. I thought it was no. like sailors. He's not he, from Memorial. I can tell. He, I mean, he, this man lost his legs. I, he better go find them. Take him to the brig. You oh, see a number no. of the sailors walk no. over and grab Scram. I'll take him. I'm sorry. Um, as you guys begin to walk, you see running up the dock is Derbuchere, the man who was doing the deal with the salami. Uh, Captain Snigs, oh wait, it seems that you've accidentally let out the sails and caught wind. Toss me a rope so I can join you. So Captain Snigs like, go, 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 go. <laughs> um, as the ship's moving out, you see him begin to run forward. I believe I can make the jump. <laughs> With that, he reaches the end of the We're pier about to watch and an old man die. hurls himself forward. Close your eyes, I'm going to roll an oh, no. athletics check for him. I'm going to hurl. He adds nothing to this. <laughs> he has to get a 15 or higher because you guys were on the dock. You've now just passed the end of it, and he has a chance to jump on. I can do it! I can't do it! You see, like, in midair, realizes he's almost there, I but not quite. <laughs> I'm just quietly looking at him, but, like, he can't see me. Just pull the rope <laughs> up on a desk. Oh, the inch rope, it's inch. slipping out of my hands! It's slipping into my hands, that's weird. <laughs> he crashes into the water with a huge splash as the ship hurdles forward into the sparkling seas of the Mara and Mara. You are about to bring Scram to the hold which is this large um, 10 by 10 kind of wooden trap door that you leads can't into take the lower. Me. You can't do it. You're like, <laughs> I'm dragging you. I'm like, Zola, Zola, come on. We'll figure this Let out. Let go of me. I just didn't mean it. Captain Sticks turns to you both. All right, we're far enough from, away from that small town to tell you the truth. Um, you see she twists a silver ring on her finger, pulling it off, and immediately you see an illusion drop. Again, sort of PowerPoint dissolve away. No, you were so hot. You see a dandelion yellow-skinned tiefling with these long, black, curled, almost antelope-like horns emerging from her forehead. Her auburn hair remains exactly the same, but the whites of her eyes are now black, making the golden irises seemingly brighter. A pleasure to finally meet you both. Hiding who you are can be a power unto itself, especially when you're in a place that's less than tolerant of people like me. No offense, again, Padalik, lovely town. Love the salty rose, but not very tolerant people, if you know no what I'm No offense saying. taken. This makes me actually feel much better about our situation on this ship. I glance at Scram. And uh, it makes me feel better, too, actually, because... Why? In that moment, I look at Zola, and I let a little wind escape from my tiny little goblin butt cheeks, but at the same time, <laughs> uh, the... <laughs> Uh, disguise that I am wearing uh, melts away in kind of a, a gunky fashion rather than a PowerPoint. <laughs> the PowerPoint dissolves. It's, it's like a gross melt. <laughs> Seems like we all have layers here, much like a lasagna. She, Interesting. She's I do love lasagna. 
She's expecting to like l look at eye level to me though, and just like <laughs> so slowly her eyes slower. <laughs> go all the way to the deck. A truly a pleasure to meet you both. Hello, I am Scram. Well, this is going to be interesting, and that's where we'll end our chapter today. Yes! yes! You made it out of Battlewick! <laughs> we did it! Made Yay! it out of my hometown. Oh my god. Now we can start a ska band. Ah, finally, the ska I... band adventure ska began. Band Damn. You heard it here first. I can't even say the sentence. <laughs> uh, everybody starts uh, ganking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Obviously, um, it's been quite a large break. We weren't expecting to take such a long one, but obviously it was important to surprise. do so. Um, surprise. <laughs> surprise. Way more pandemic. time for me to plan during this pandemic. Um, not fun, but fun that we finally get to do this again. Um, do you guys have anything you want to announce before we close off? We didn't want to record and release this episode without also acknowledging the current climate of our country, everything that's going on. We want to be clear that we unequivocally stand with the protesters and the Black Lives Matter movement. This week, you guys helped us raise $800 to send to some amazing organizations who are doing great work on the ground, like the Philly, Charlotte, and Brooklyn Bail Funds, as well as the ACLU, LFD, and others. We're hoping to do this again really soon, so just keep an eye out on our social media for the next time that we're matching donations. And keep sharing with your friends so we can keep on getting more people donating and getting more change in this world. It's, yes, thank you. This is why we, like, swear to God, I wanted to do this because I really love being able to spread a positive message and work with people and have conversations. So definitely go out there, talk, donate, learn. And with that, we'll see you next time.